Fresh, deep, and incisive. Veteran journalist Godwin Etakibwebo serves it like never before all the news this week. Today we'll always ask of yesterday because those who fail to learn from history are doomed to make the same mistakes. So, join newsguru.com's editor at large, Godwin Etakibwebo, as he dissects all the major trending stories. Tune in every Monday at 9:30 a.m. to 11 a.m. and join in the conversation right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. Good morning, welcome to Adu and the Guru. And which way Nigeria, a deliberate song we're starting with to uh, just ask questions. Hopefully those who can provide answers are listening because nobody wants to wake up to bad news any day. But this is the show that helps you to have a historical perspective and an in-depth analysis of the stories that are making the rounds. Comes to you uh, on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM on Mondays at 9.30 a.m. And it's good to have you join the conversation today. Before I bring to the microphone the guru, uh, who, of course, without him, there will, no be Adu, there will not be Adu and the guru. I want to remind you that we would love to hear your, your opinion. In the meantime, send us your messages on WhatsApp and on Twitter. At Lagos Talks 913 is the Twitter handle for the radio station. You can use that to start to air your opinions before we get to the phone lines. And WhatsApp is 0809-234-5913. That's 0809-234-5913. Having said that, let me present to some and introduce to others the editor-at-large of the newsguru.com, a veteran journalist with well over 40 years of stellar journalistic experience. Uh, he's also the man with a historical perspective and been adequately labeled as the prophet of our time based on his accurate political technocratic uh, analysis. And most importantly, he's also uh, a father at heart and we call him Daddy Guru here. Is Godwin Etakibwebu and good morning to you, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Adu. Yes, sir. My guest walked in this morning and was asking you how was your weekend. Then I said, ah, you are looking kickish. You are looking valid. You are looking... Should I add your other one? <laughs> well. Then he replied, you are always looking like that. Thank you, sir. Why don't you thank him? Oh, I would thank, uh, I'll thank our guest as well. Uh, but I want to thank you first. <laughs> thank you very, very much. Now, now I'm taking another look at you. Yes, sir. Is the camera rolling? Okay. No, so that you can... Uh, this is a qualitative period, qualitative time. <laughs> I'm assessing that though again and again. <laughs> over. Thank you, sir. Ah. Shadi is blessed. Ah, yes, she is. Uh, listener, our, I mean, his wife's name is Shadi. Yeah. To have gotten hooked to you. <laughs> but if Shadi did not pick you, because Shadi herself is an extraordinary beautiful woman. Yes. This beef, Saratan, would have scattered you and made you useless. <laughs> so I thank God for keeping you. Good morning, Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. You are welcome to Adu Adi Guru. Now we're kickstarting, but first of all, I want to appreciate my guest. 
Foster Mogi Quos. I commend him to be so. Yes, sir. Uh, professor. No. How many times would my brother teach me how to call this thing properly? Uh, uh, but I would not be ashamed. I will ask again today. Which consul? Is it the Olorogu or professor? It's the Olorogu. Okay. Uh, I, that, uh, must, you, must you put my report card before the public <laughs> again? I had, <laughs> my brother is here, Olorogu Professor Joseph Abugu, Senior Advocate of Nigeria, a professor of Commercial Law, University of Lagos. He is never, never disappointing me. And to God, I give you, I give him, I give God the glory mm -hmm. oh, yes. for whom he is. Uh, doing his work so judiciously, so very, very courageously, but so loyal to me, I don't really deserve it. So, from the bottom of my heart, Professor, you are welcome. Guru, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Nigerians, and welcome to the People's Parliament once again. Thank you very much. Uh, by the time we shall be forming leading officers for this parliament, Professor Bugu had qualified more than adequately oh, to be the chairman of the of this mm. national assembly. Oh, oh, so <laughs> chief chairman. <laughs> <laughs> chief chairman. So you are welcome. Uh, one of the remaining two that I'm expecting today just sent me a message now that Ghost Law is making mess of him. Shaz Carlo, you must be hearing me from whichever place you are now. <laughs> I keep saying the road will never, never be an excuse why you will not arrive your destiny faster. I think I was seven years old when that was an era that uh, at seven, I, okay, I will see a vehicle, a very big lorry that will be coming to pick produce from my community. The, the vehicle comes because the only one person who bought the produce and uh, uh, congregate them for the produce board would be gathering the canner, canner, oh, and uh, what again? It might take you sometimes six months to gather enough that would bring a vehicle in. So, meaning at six, meaning I would have seen a lorry vehicle about uh, 12 times maximum. But apart from that, no other vehicle that I saw, except where they would take us as primary school children to the roadside to go and queue when the personality will be passing. They will bring us there. Our shirt, our shirt must be looking so neat that day because the headmaster of the school will be prepared to even punish your mother and your father if your dress is not looking so neat. And they will give us a Nigeria flag they will march us from the village. We trek all to the way to Uruagbaro, where we will now sit. No, we stand by the roadside. We must be there before 7 a.m. And we, we will be holding the flag up as if the man we are waiting for was coming. Again, as if the person that was coming was coming to be our guest. Sometimes after, after two or three, when the man had not come, they would ask us to sit by the roadside. They will sit down by the roadside. But the flag must be up. Sometimes the person will not pass. Sometimes, if he is early enough, by 4 to 5 p.m., 
the, the cover will go. Nobody's even waving for you. Then they will say, that is the person who all of us must stand up and raise our flag. <laughs> Carlo, Carlo is responsible for this, your historical uh, childhood experience. Yes, <laughs> because I keep, my father told me that anytime you want to go to a place, don't complain that you are getting, leave home for a long time. Uh, by then, the issue of uh, two hours, three hours was not there. Because uh, the only thing we use in calculating the time is where the cock, uh, the cock cross, uh, the, when the cock, okokuruku. Yes, the cock crow at dawn. Uh, uh, it will start around, then our parents will know the time, then the second one, then the third one. Carlo has just sent me a message now that he said, oh, but if I had left his house, the way I would always leave every day, I leave five hours before the starting of the show. Sometimes by 6.30, I'm here. So, but all the same, God will see you through. So, we are waiting for you. I want to thank Professor Samson Onyomairi, a former Minister of Information, a professor of political science, a man who started joining to the government house by becoming an advisor to Augusto Saikomo. Admirer Augusto Saikomo until President uh, uh, Ibrahim Babagida picked him to become Minister of Information. He's an erudite professor. Professor knows him well enough. And uh, he is my senior brother. And he's very, very keen. You need to see two of us where we sat. We're just like age mates. But uh, I call, he, he's above me with. Uh, I don't say few years, no, no, because there is no way I can argue and fight and add those few years. Even if it is only one year, he is my senior for one year. He is remain my senior forever. Because by the time I managed to grab one year to add to my own, his own had moved. <laughs> one year. Uh, he, he sent me a message challenging me that I must have made the mistake that why would I say each of the two big political parties, APC, PDP, will be spending $5.5 trillion for this election. It was then I went to read what I said. Okay, this was in my video, on YouTube channel. Then what I was supposed to say there would be the two major political parties, APC and PDP, would spend nothing less than $5 trillions not each of them. So I just want to thank him publicly so that uh, he can keep on doing what he's doing for me. Uh, Washing me always. Occasionally he will come and say, my, my brother, this thing you said, why did you think it is like this? Why not like this? Then we argue. But always at such argument, I have always overthrown him in such argument. But this one, I sent him a word quickly, thank him. So Professor Yumeri, Owekobiro, Midigwekewe, Absolutely, I understand <laughs> what you said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, then um, I want to salute my one of my grandsons, Jaden. Today is his birthday, and one of my uh, adopted daughters, Ola Tude Akirili. Today's their birthday. I want to salute them. 
Then I want to travel quickly to Owo, in Ondo State. I want to commiserate with uh, the government, the governor, the people of Ondo State, and particularly the people of that quiet historical town, Owo. Yoruba will say, Bubuile, Patapatanile Owo. And when you get to Owo, you will understand the history that leaked Owo and they do. Because Owo border all those Edo towns that are in western region. Before now, you move them now to eventually Undo State. Akoko Edo, these, these, they are there. Something bizarre happened yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes. Why people were praying to their God in the church to deliver them from bad dreams. Something worse than bad dreams came. Reality. Uh, some some will call them Fulani headers. Some will call them bandits. I've not heard any calling them terrorists. But some of these killers, okay, maybe they are unknown gunmen. They move into the church, disguised as worshippers, and they murder. As of this morning, reports we are talking about uh, 30 people killed, many in the hospital. But when I called uh, about four or five of my friends in Owo, they told me not less than 50. But let us take it that the verified number now, I don't think if the police has told us the verified number. No, but reports were saying uh, 30, 30. Not, no, no, 30, 35. That's good. So I want to commiserate with them. And I want to ask the question. Nigeria has definitely gone banana. I can't use any word lesser than that. What would this be related to? The Owo massacre. Massacring is a common thing in Nigeria today. If a day occurs from early the morning to evening, if you are do fail to hear of social number of people killed, check your locational position. It means you are not in Nigeria. It means you are traveled, but you never knew you are traveled. Because there must be people, there must be people to be killed. There must be killers that are coming to kill the people. And there would always be a government that cannot protect any person. And there would always be a government that will send cordless messages. Above all, there would always be a, 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 a president that will give order that this thing, no. And nothing is being brought to book. And this, at this part of what President Muhammad Buhari will hand over to his successor, in 2023, say 29 May 2023, those successors that are saying we are continuing from the good job the president, President Muhammad Buhari, had done, are they continuing from being undertakers of burying Nigeria? Is that what they are telling us? So, but all said and done, we'll go into our work today. Once again, you are welcome, sir. Thank you, Guru. Um, 
I also want to quickly add my voice uh, in commiserating with the government and people of Ondo State, and more particularly the bereaved families uh, who have suffered this traumatic uh, uh, invasion of their right to worship. You know, it's a, it's a bizarre thing uh, that people will assemble to worship God uh, on a Sunday and from nowhere, you know, they are transited to the great beyond. It's a grave act of terror. And uh, while you are looking for words to describe it, the most opposite one is terrorism. It is simply designed to, to, to entrench a wave of terror, you know, in, in our war and indeed the whole of the West. Uh, this is something, again, just like you said, Beheading has become a common occurrence, uh, whether in the north, whether in Katsina, uh, whether in, uh, in the east. You know, you now see gory tales of kidnapping, uh, people being, uh, having their throats slit as if they were rams. And these have permitted the social media hijacking, kidnapping, you mm. know. And here it is again, you know, mm. right here, very close to us, mm. that this has happened in our world. May mm. God, you know, uh, repose the souls of the departed. Amen. Uh, and uh, we pray that our leaders are up and doing as to how to curb this. But this is an ill wind. It blows no good. Thank you very, very much. And may God answer our prayers. Amen. But I may want to add that as long as we have this cross of leaders who, of course, came to the scene with purposes in mind. Purposes never reported to any other person except those who are close enough to them to be able to read their body movement. Nigeria shall always remain casualty. But I will come back to this. Uh, I will come back to this. But I do quickly run through the menu. Okay. Uh, the menu has nine items, and I'll start from the very last as we walk our way up back to the top. Oshun Judiciary reinstates sacked justice. Oloyede, that's from the Daily Post. Mm-hmm. And item number eight INEC to stop storing sensitive materials with the CBN. Mm-hmm. That was captured on the Guardian newspaper. A bombshell from item seven. Buhari must appease Fulanese before leaving office. Mm. The words of Islamic cleric Sheikh Gumi reported from the Tribune. Uncertainty surrounds APC presidential primary as court OK's statutory delegates. The Mm. punch captured that story and that's item number six. And five is Nigeria 2023 elections are taken considers three PDP stalwarts as running mates. Mm. And that's the Daily Post. Now, item number four, Tinubu's apology not enough. APC may punish him mm-hmm. over utterances about Buhari, who's speaking. Adamu made that comment, and the leadership newspaper captured it. Mm. Item three was APC screening committee ranks Osibajo top, and the Vanguard had that insight. Meanwhile, mm. item number two is many fear dead as gunmen attack church in Governor Akiru Dolu's hometown. Mm. 
And item number one, Buhari APC presidential aspirants meet. Meeting fails to produce consensus candidates. The punch gave that report. Thank you very, very much for doing a good job. I'm at lost to know exactly to start from. Uh, the people, the Nigerian people parliament, I convened. Uh, we agree to continue on the tra- trajectory of the e coming 2023 election, the race to 2023 election. But when I stumble onto item number seven in this menu, which you read, which says, Buhari must appease Fulanese before leaving office. And this is being made, a statement boldly made by Sheikh Gumi. Sheikh Abubakar Gumi. I was terrified. I was shocked. Immediately, I read it second time. I read it third time. Then I discovered that I had to shift my focus from that news because it was like I was losing my shock-absorbing capacities. I was becoming feeble. So I decided. Sheikh Gumi had gone as far as calculating monetary level that trillions must be paid to the Fulani, to Miete Allah. Call the Miete Allah, call the Fulani. We know whom they are. Except those who want to deceive themselves. And I'm not in the game of deceiving myself at any given time. But let me place it on record that I am a very, very good friend of a lot of Fulani. Because my friends, whom I respect, once arranged for me to meet with the leadership of the Miete Allah in Nigeria here, I met with them. Arranged for me to meet with the leadership of Miete Allah West Africa. Arrest for me to be able to meet with the leadership of Miete Allah in the Sahel region. So I have friends. And I know of an association led by the late Otman. Uh, uh, um, what is the name of this man who contested the election against Abiola in 1993? Uh, who, who represented the. Abiola was in SDP. Uh, he was in. Um, Tofa. 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 Tofa led an organization of people that call themselves Friends of Democracy. The leaven of them are Fulanis. The level of them are Fulani. The level of that committee, Friends of Democracy, they are all Fulani. And Fulani as Fulani. Well eroded people. Most of the, those young men, PhD holder, pastoral matters. And they are for restructuring of Nigeria. So, for if so facto, as they will say it, why should I bring all of them into one basket and just lock them there? I will be unfair. Even to my friends. They said, Nigeria must be restructured. And they recommended that we should go back to the constitution when Nayakubu Gowa split this country into 12. And that we should use that as basement. These are Fulani. But having said this, Gumi, who had always met with the uh, the Miete, no, the, the bandits, Gumi had come to ask for nothing less than a trillion that Buhari must do it before he leaves. He used the language appease. 
I don't think I really understand. But it the was comparing with the uh, the manager data. Look at the but comparison. Was that an appeasement from Yaradua? Now I don't know. So immediately I came into this. Then the issue of uh, decoding, interpreting APC coming this. Then it fell to so no level to the back. To the back. Then I told myself, maybe this is where we should start from today. But the good thing is that I sent the menu to my guests. And uh, even menu or no menu, prof is not a man you will meet unaware in any subject matter. In any subject matter. Then the 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 um what happened. Prof, Prof, can you tie our thing to any particular thinking? Guru, um, first, I don't want to um, simply wish away the right of uh, Sheikh Gumi uh, to comment on national issues. But the Sheikh is an influencer. And so, his pronouncements, no doubt, uh, are capable of unsettling the polity. If you recall, Sheikh Gumi had embarked on a journey to meet, whether you call them jihadists, bandits, or bandits, or terrorists, or terrorists, or non gunmen, or non gunmen. <laughs> He went, had a rendezvous with them. Pictures uh, were released of his encounter. Mm. And then demands were made. Mm. Uh, you also recall that uh, the late Malifa, who came to say certain things. That economist, former deputy governor of Central Bank. Yes. Who ran as SDP presidential candidate. Very well. Who came to state what he knew from security briefings at one time. Yes. Time, of those who are sponsoring terrorism and, and all of that. And you knew he was called in by the DSS. Yes. Yeah. Now, but draw a parallel mm -hmm. with Gumi who mm. went and met with the terrorist. Came many back, times. Even many, many times. times. Yes. Now, I do not recall if the DSS has called him and interrogated him about no. what he knows about these terrorists. Mm. And yet, we are looking for a solution to terrorism. Now, let's also look at his statement. Uh, well, he has the liberty to draw a parallel between the Niger Delta militants and what is going on. Mm. Uh, but the Niger Delta militants were not all over the country beheading people, mm. uh, 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 taking kidnap, you know, kidnapping and uh, demanding ransom. Mm. You know, uh, they had a clear cause. Yes, stated. Yes, uh -huh. you know. So the the parallel is very very unkind. That's one. Two, his argument as well. You know, they don't make sense because in one breath in his statement he said about 99% of Fulanese yes are law abiding yes and that they want peace yes and then he said that it is about 
0.3% yes. that are the deviants. And so, so his claim for reparation, is it for the benefit of these 0.3 deviants? <laughs> One wonders. Mm. You know, the, some of the things that this sheikh comes out to say, you know, uh, if he thinks that 99% of Fulanese are law-abiding and there's humanity in them. Mm. So what is the case that you now said the entire Fulani nationality uh, have been offended mm. and that uh, there should be an appeasement by the Buhari administration before he leaves office? It is very, very in my view, irresponsible statements coming from an influencer like Shegumi. The truth of it is that I have not seen any concrete proposal that this Sheikh has made mm-hmm. to address this issue of banditry or non-government or terrorists that are pervading the whole of the Northeast, Northwest, and now spreading to the Southwest and Southeast. Our leaders need to show a little bit more restraint. Thank you very much, sir. In this matter. So, Thank linking it to Owo. Owo, yes. Owo is simply a manifestation of an act of terror. I mean, we've not heard of any report of any communal clash between any Fulani settlement in Owo and the people of Owo. We do, well, we do not have any report of... Uh, uh, Christians of the Catholic faith uh, having any conflict with any Muslim sect in our war. No. So, this is simply an act of terrorism. Okay, thank you, sir. I am grateful. I am most grateful. One, I still want to open the frontiers of this discussion because if all we can discuss today is gumi uh, uh, instructive proposal to Buhari then we would have achieved a lot. Women made the statement last week Thursday where he became, when he was a resource person in something organized by Meyete Alakauta Kunta Huri of Nigeria. That is Fulani Sociocultural Association. And that is the people that Gumi also had told us. Bala Mohammed. Governor of Baoshi also had told us. Uh, Aminu Mansari equally had told us. Matawali, governor of Zanfara State, equally had concurred at the time that there are bad bandits and there are good bandits. They've told us that the Fulani people are a people driven by Nigerians without that Nigeria never understood it, that what they are actually fighting for actualization of nationality. It is the Meyete Allah that put up a seminar with the topic the future of Fulani pastoralists in Nigeria. That's the point, uh, Guru. I thought Meyete Allah is an association for cattle dealers. Mm cattle breeders. Mm. So what they should be talking about 
is you know uh, uh, the cattle trade, mm-hmm. you know, p- pastoral uh, uh, facilities, mm. and all of that. But even Shegumi in his statement seems to equate Miyeti Allah yes. to Fulani nationalism. Yes. And by the same token, extend it to, 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 to mean, you know, the terror wave that is, you know, ongoing. Okay. You can still hold this up because oh. enlarging these frontiers is purely for your work. Please, today. I, I will drain your brain a little because <laughs> the people out there are waiting uh, to hear. Guru, prof mm. has students, so no. <laughs> <laughs> those students, will, those <laughs> students will be casualty of today's exercise. <laughs> and thank God it's going to be temporary. Yeah. Within one hour of prof leaving this room, he would have refreshed <laughs> his brain. Now, let us see part of. We should not forget that this Mayete Allah. The first person that announced the arrival in Nigeria is Shehu Gaba, the speaker, the manager of Buhari in events. He was the first person. That was when the federal government gave cash of one billion naira to the military Allah. And on that day of meeting, Lieutenant General Dambaza who was then Minister of Eternal Affairs, or Eternal Affairs, or whatever you call it, led the delegation of the Miyeti Allah, or maybe as a negotiation uh, representing the federal government. Mohamed mm. Adamu, then Inspector General of Police, not confirmed then, was in the delegate. They met Ikebi. And that was the day that one billion naira was released. So the second day, Sheikh Gaba came to make a statement to Nigeria that we should not we should not look too much into what the Miete Allah is being given, because the truth of the matter is that the Miete Allah is equivalent. Uh, this is the language he used of Afeniferi, of Ohanese uh, Digbo. Uh, and measure all the remaining one, except one. And I took very, very, very judicious note of the one he never mentioned. He did not mention Arewa Consultative Forum. Arewa Consultative Forum had been the umbrella that brought the whole Northern Nigeria together. When Northern Nigeria was nebulously packaged together and presented as one, without people coming into interrogation of the issue, the trajectory. That in 1800, Fulani arrived in Nigeria, this area. It was not Nigeria then. And they went to uh, the hinterland, as it was being called, because in 1552, when Captain Wade, the first British to arrive here, brought his ship and anchored it in what they call Echo Waters then, in 1552. We were told the story that he went into the hinterland and he wandered away for almost two years. Nobody knew where he was. But documents later to be found in archives somewhere in Germany later showed that he traveled that far to where we call northern Nigeria today. And some type of agreement were reached. And in 1861, when the first 30-man police force was approved 
by uh, the British government mm -hmm. to be recruited in Nigeria in response to the letter written. And when they now reported that these police, which we trained as soldiers, they work very well because the letter says they will train them to be able to brutalize their brothers and sisters so that the issue of payment of taxes will not become an issue with the, the, the natives. And when they now wrote a letter, please, increased for us, increased to 100 men, meaning 70 men needed to be. And the approval was given immediately. Then the trajectory of Nigeria resurfaced again. Or what will become Nigeria in the future? I, I don't know where I'm going to this, but I'm going somewhere. Then, sir, approval was granted. And the recruitment, the first thirty were recruited within Lagos here. And they were trained here. And the training institution was here. Then immediately the approval was granted. Then the people that were to do the recruitment traveled to where, where, where they referred to then as Hitlerland. And by the time they returned back, they returned with 70 people they've recruited. Mm -hmm. They are all tall, huge people. And immediately the, Nigeria, the name of the Nigeria police force as it were then, which was Consular Force, Consular, mm -hmm. was changed because it was then Consular Constabulary. The name was changed immediately. This was 1863, June. The name was changed to Hausa Constabulary. Having said this, when the Miete Allah, oh sorry, the, the, the Fulani arrived in the, the area today, which is now called the Caliphate proper, they met traditional rulers, they met people, and they were kings, and they begged for a little land to stay. Then, in less than two, two years, they killed the, uh, the, the king of that place, and Emirate was created. Then they wanted to move to establish because Otman Trafudo, Otman Trafudo had made a statement that the, uh, the, the, the sword of Islamic had gone up in the Sahara or in the desert shall never come down until it touches the coast. They moved, they were stopped in Benue by the thief and the Roman uh, people. Which is the price that the Benue people must be paid to tomorrow? They can move there, slaughter there because they stopped them from their movement. They want to penetrate through Jeba, through Oshogbo, the warriors of Ibadan, the Balogus of Ibadan, stopped them in Oshogbo and they drove them away. They suffered the second casualty there. Then the third movement, the Bini Kingdom, met with them and defeated them. They suffered the third casualty. So, when Gumi is talking, we should not look at the narratives. Gumi it was in a, a package of the future of Fulani postulosis uh, in Nigeria. But Gumi now said, let me quote him and hand over to Prof. Mm. He said, the children that were killing and kidnapping people opened their doors freely to us when we visited because they had the work there to preach the gospel. All they want is to dialogue. Send them people that they respect to dialogue with them. And they will listen by the grace of God. And this problem will be resolved. Not to leave them. Everyone, I'm still quoting him. Everyone is to blame for their actions. Including the bandits. They feel the world has developed and left them behind. All the injustices being meted out to them. Who do we, how do we resolve this? We need to work amongst them embrace and ensure that 
all they deserve is give it to them. The havoc they are causing is hindering farming. Villages have been displaced because they feel that they were also displaced from there. But the most dangerous aspect of this is where I get to now. We are at war. And the solution is what was done for the people of the Niger Delta. How the government got them justice and even gave them a ministry. Why can't the government give us a ministry? He, he was talking of the Niger Delta, give them, give, and, but when he come to, back to the Mejete Allah now, he now said, why can't the government give, give us, please let us interpret all these languages, us a ministry of nomadic affairs. Education will be inclusive and empowering and hospitals. They still have respect and behave like everyone else when you meet with them. We need to come together, politicians, security agencies, traditional and religious leaders, and as assist them. They are acting out because they have been pushed to the wall. They have been pushed to the wall. I'm repeating it for emphasize. Since the inception of Nigeria as a country, they have never gotten real assistance. Now, gather all their monies and give to them. Gather all their monies and give to them. Calculate how much you have given to the Niger Delta region since they started their agitation. I heard it is running into trillions. So the Fulani want theirs. Gather all their monies and give to them. I am calling on the president. Before you leave, hand over the money. Meet their leaders to get to them. Let me stop here. He told the president, before you leave, hand over the trillions, equivalent of what I've gone to the United States and give to them. Sir, you made a very favorable, a very correct statement where you say the Niger Delta Minitasi came with a demand, particularly or something. What is the demand, the primary demand of the, the insurgency, starting from Boko Haram? Edu uh, 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 this uh, Western education is good luck, Jonathan should step down. A caliphate should be declared because it is not good for a Christian to be ruling over them and all this and all this. And how many over 1,200 something higher institutions of learning in the whole north have been closed down, which is as response to uh, uh, Western education is uh, this, sir. And now their money, their money should be calculated and give it to them. So, and the prelate of uh, Metod is it Methodist Church, the one in uh, Umahia, yeah. had told us the revelations, but we have not seen the government going that way. And now, could or would, uh, would have been subjected to attack for two reasons, principally, Akedonu remains the only Southern governor, governor that is still insisting. Let the presidency, the presidency must come to the south. The presidency must not come to the south. Either southeast, southwest, or south must come. Then number one, number two, Akirudulu become the commander general of the Amoteku. And I heard, heard some people comment last night. People with that knowledge, I really can't. I can't stand them saying that. Why can't Amoteku get there? Amoteku operates with a, a bow twelve shotgun, which they call the double barrel. Because Amoteku, no, no, no governor can uh, bring in AK-47 and all those for, for, because the lances must be given by the federal government. When they wanted the other day, they gave uh, uh, Amosu 
license to bring assault rifle, almost 1,000. Eh? So, sir, please help me. Guru, help um, me. as I said, uh, what Gumi has said, in my view, is most unfortunate. Uh, but the statement you've just read, one, uh, let us look at the implications. Mm. First, Gumi seems to imply that the current wave of terrorism, it seems to imply that the current wave of terrorism that is spreading from this uh, northeast and northwest down south, that it is uh, attributable to the Fulanese. Yes. As a nationality. Yes. Two, he seemed to have forgotten that persons like Malam El Rufai, governor of Cardinal State, had at one point in time told us in this country that the so-called militants or terrorists were not Nigerians. Yes. And that they were imported at some point yes. to serve political purposes. Yes. And Sarah Satuato, he even traveled out to 30 countries yes. to pay them money. To pay them money. He admitted this to try so to that they should them. not come to his state. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Now, three, Gumi also implied in a statement that there is a common command, that there is a structure yes. and a command that could be negotiated with by the Nigerian federal government yes, with a view to addressing the grievances of the Fulanese, which in his view is manifesting in the northeast, in the northwest, and now manifesting in various uh, 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 spots. Including North Central. North Central, in various spots in the south. Yes. Now, if there is such a command, if there is such a unified force, then indeed we are at war. That's good. So you then lend he then lends credence to those who are saying that there's a fulanization agenda. The fulanese against the rest of Nigeria. Mm. And like you said, there are many good fulanese. There's humanity. Yes. Humanity abounds in the northeast, in the northwest, and the north central. Of course. And so for an influencer like uh, Chegumi. Uh, to make this kind of uh, statements uh, does not portend well. Hmm. Does not portend well. And as I said, the parallel with the Niger Delta militants is most irresponsible. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very, very much, sir. I think with this, let me shift it busy a little. I, I am not too sure if President Muhammad Buhari will not hearken to the voice of his brother. Because President Muhammad Buhari may hate not to be able to accomplish an assignment that probably would have been the unknown but identifiable factor of him coming to power, of running and running and running the first one, Ogalule. I'm now using the language of uh, Bola Tinumbu. The second time, Owolule. Owolule means falling down. Mm. The third time, Owolule. 
Oti e kigbe, lori television. When me o that if I... Then I went to me, I'm quoting it. Would Muhammad Buhari, if he, if he would fail to hack him to this statement from Gumi, would Muhammad Buhari want to write his Odessa by saying the assignment I could not accomplish after first Wulule, second Wulule, third Wulule, and a fourth entry? That is so on. Two, if this must be accomplished, since it has to do with a lot of massive crisis and quanko, with the word or the advice of Robert Clark, that old baba who wants to come back to play the role of Zeribi uh, 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 Francis, <laughs> not come to play. If it will come to play, shall there be 2023 general elections? I don't know if you, if you want to say what for only one minute, so I can leave this chapter. Well, Guru, um, I believe 2023 is a reality. Mm. I believe there will be an orderly change of the baton of governance mm. in 2023. Mm. As to what Buhari will do before he hands over in 2023, mm. your guess is as good as mine. Okay. But let me say this. Mm. Uh, you see, the government of uh, Good Luck Jonathan mm. was actually very close to setting up a ministry for for nomadic affairs. Yes, yes. He, was, he, he built nomadic schools. He about built nomadic schools something. and was feeding them and yes. was encouraging them. So mm. if that is an identified grievance mm. through Sheikh Gumi, one wonders why the same Fulanese equal bandit terrorists. Why are they the ones who started the sacking of schools mm. up north? Muslim schools have been attacked. Mm. Muslim children have been kidnapped. Yes. Some killed. Some killed. Yes. All of that sends the message that Western education is not desirable for the Fulanese. Yes. So how come suddenly that Shegumi has the brief to tell Nigerians that President Buhari must create a ministry for nomadic affairs mm. to cater for the interests of the nomads? Mm. Jonathan did a whole lot of that. But everything Jonathan did, the so-called terrorists have turned asunder. Yes. So where do we go from there? Okay. Shouldn't there be any, if, if there's any ministry that's catering to nomadic affairs, the Ministry of Agriculture um, does have animal rearing as part of the agricultural things that should be done. Shouldn't that even be the purview, if at all, of any ministry? No, it cannot be because uh, we are talking of education. Like, as Professor said, Good Lord Jonathan built 147 nomadic schools. Which are currently empty. Which are empty because immediately Good Luck Jonathan left. Uh, is it Shetima or Ganduji? One of the governor now said, Yes, we did not say he didn't build this, but is that the way to build them and to run them? So we will not go ahead with what he left behind. That's a statement. Mm -hmm. I don't want to I don't want to destroy your heart with this. Because <laughs> but the guru shall come back with details of this gumi and co-presentation and when he comes back I, I have been able to establish it today that Sheo Gaba was the one who announced 
the demise of Arewa Consultative Forum that had held the whole country together, which was why Tiofilos Dangemon, as a younger officer, felt the officer, the, the North was won. But that's not the issue now. We'll go, sir, uh, Prof. I never said though that starting from uh, elections, we are no more keeping sensitive materials under CBN. CBN. What's your comment? Let's be brief now. One minute, two minutes. <laughs> well, the primary responsibility for the safe custody of electoral materials is the responsibility of INEC. Yes. Okay. And uh, the CBN uh, regional offices uh, have been used as uh, places of uh, custody. Safe, safe, uh, safe, safe custody. Yes. Trusting that uh, the CBN has... Uh, Secured environments, yes. facilities to be able to do so. Yes, but recent revelations uh, have underscored the fact that uh, the head of the CBN is a card-carrying <laughs> member of uh, a political party, APC for that matter. <laughs> and then all the regional offices of uh, CBN, of CBN, they take instructions from the APC <laughs> governor of the central. It will be, they become branches of APC offices. <laughs> so. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure they are simply playing to the gallery because uh, it was quite embarrassing, you know, when a Mifele, uh you know, revealed that he's a card-carrying member of, uh, of the APC, you know. So, uh, but you then ask yourself, where else do they want to keep them? Or they want to fly them with helicopters all over on election day, you know? Will this not be a continuous endangerment through our electoral processes? Of course, it is. Okay. If if twenty twenty three well, comes, a private would well, a private vault categorized as a violation of uh, the integrity? Of course not. That's why I said the primary responsibility to keep those materials secure is that of INEC. If they have a private vault, if they have their headquarters, but you've seen. Headquarters of uh, INEC being raised. Perhaps I should you start know? a vault business. Yes, and maybe. INEC can contact me for. But that would. Be <laughs> you want INEC to contact you? <laughs> you know, this is not the time to call How me. How many local governments? You know, <laughs> well, uh, are there seven, seven hundred oh, okay. and seventy-five? Uh, uh, prof, yeah. please, because we have. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 Adri is looking for <laughs> <laughs> for business. Uh, do, do, he, instead of if, if he had crossed over to Abuja last two weeks, he probably would become a delegate coming here now. With he couldn't, yours couldn't have been less than 60, 70 because you will collect from about three people. No, you forget that one is starting today. Uh, but he's, uh, he's sitting, he's sitting behind the microphone here now, <laughs> and there's no flight to Abuja. Give, right him, give, him, give him leave; he will go to Abuja. <laughs> I do, yes, sir. No, I can arrange. You know, I have friends in the system. Mm -hmm. I can arrange with some agencies of the government. Yeah. I will mention them. Yes, that will fly you to Abuja. But yeah. first of all, how much are you going to give to me? What is my percentage? <laughs> <laughs> the discussion is still moving. Now. Let me just ask you one question. That is, if you have the if you have the full knowledge of what has happened, Justice Oloyede lost her job as a judge of uh, Osho State High Court during the days of uh, uh, Ogbeni Ralph 
Arabe Shola. It's going for over eight years or about now. Then, immediately then, she went to court and an Abuja High Court ruled that the sack and everything was misdemeanor by the National uh, Judicial Council. Is that what they call them, NGC? Yes, NGC. Okay. Now, to the glory of God, Madame. But her sack was not in the first place by the NGC. Hmm? Uh, who sack her? It was the state government. Uh, was no recommendation. Did the uh, is the procedure not to, when you want to get something like that? You 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 make your you ask the agency to look into the matter. Well, but that's why she went to court. That due process was not followed, uh-huh. and that yeah, her, her petition to the state government or her complaint to the state government as at that time was not sufficient to say that. Uh, you can equate it to, to a judicial misconduct. Okay. She's back now. Thanks to the NJC. Okay. To the NJC or to a court. Okay, the NJC yeah. has now implemented it. Yes. But why did it take the NJC this number of years? Because the court may, uh, the court delivers judgment. Let's simply say that the wheels of justice grinds very slowly. <laughs> hmm. Oh my God. Oh. There is no way justice, according to the Nigerian system, will not be suffering some casualty sometimes. It, it grinds very, very slowly in Nigeria. <laughs> All right. But she's back. By the grace of God. I don't have the full details of the release yet, but mm. from the news, she's, social media. She's now resuming in uh, she, she, one uh, place very close to Elisha. That she's been And that is uh, Elisha, I recognize her from Elisha. <laughs> and the place she. She has resumed in that village, very close to Elisa. I wouldn't know. If I had a question now, I had a question in the It might be seeing her where he wants to go home sometimes. So, <laughs> all right. Um, because I will still talk to the friends of the guru. Ado. Yes, sir. Uh, please, sir. Let me. I told you I would dream, but I do beg me I should not dream. Mm. But let me tap Just it to you. Let me tap it to your wisdom. Mm. Today is the D day for APC. Yes. Today is the D day for APC. Yes. Now, who <laughs> we've heard of favored candidate. President Buhari had admitted, yes, I have my preferred candidate. Shannon told. What is eh? He said, I cannot measure him because they will kill him. Yes. Now he called the governor and he told them, and he quoted the order of reciprocity. Allow me to pick my successor. But all the whole thing is a game of game of absurdity because nobody there is no truth path that somebody is being follow is following. Uh, who who in your wisdom? Because in the classroom where you you are a teacher. I'm not saying you are a teacher. In that classroom, you are very, very wise and that dirty politics. Who who do you think will pick the if he has not picked it? Who pick the the to be? No, uh, Guru, first <laughs> first, I personally want to give it to Buhari as the leader of the APC. Yes. He has shown dexterity. Hmm in managing the huge number 
of presidential aspirants. Sorry, sir. Are you a member of the APC? I'm not a card carry member of any of the parties. Mm -hmm. uh, because yes, you were... I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Okay. But you see, you see, from I don't want to choose a candidate. Yeah, I'm not no, saying. No, no, no. I'm no, no, no. I'm talking about the president okay. from his posture, initial posture, that you know, the party, the candidates should come and evolve through the the party structure, the party uh, uh, regulations, guidelines. From that position to the position of oh, I know who will succeed me. Mm. I have. Yes. Yes. And then third position to say that, look, hey, guys, let's build consensus. Mm. Governors, let's build consensus. Party mm. leaders, let's build consensus. Sorry, sir, would you, uh, third part, you've gone there now. What about re in order of reciprocity because then in your state so the fourth, you are so, paint. Yeah, so the, the, so the fourth one mm -hmm. is the order of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. I'll allow you then in your the various states. One. Then the fifth one. Call it there that okay, go and choose go one. and choose one and bring to me. Yeah. That's what I call five, five times. Professor, That's political dexterity. Professor, you are only showing your you know, political so, acumen. So, here the, now. so the, 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 you know, he's he, he's managing all the various forces that obviously are pulling at the the the, the, the involvement of uh, of of the. Uh, candidate. My late and so one of my don't late, be surprised. Even as at last night, they were still holding meetings, right? Yes. Good. And then the primaries are starting today. Somebody uh -huh. told me that by three thirty, they were moving to one uh, part of the villa to go. Uh, and, <laughs> then, one, and, one and, and then, in, in all of these, the northern governors came out and said, "Look, zoning, we support it." Yes. Let it be zoned to the I, south. I have said that I am not party to it. I don't know anything about let that. Let it be zoned to the south. Okay, Prof. Let me hold you there. So, <laughs> yeah, one of my late mentors, <laughs> Senator David Umuya Dafinone, yes. he once told me, say, uh, God will, I say, sir, he said, politics is not what you think you know. It is not the way you play in the room that you play it in the panel. No. Because it's decided by those of us who are principalities and power and controllers of darkness all over the world. Yeah. We are the ones deciding it. He said, when we make a choice, then we give it to God. God, go and announce this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. thank you very much. We've gone this far. Uh, please, my second guest, uh, Charles Kalu is here. The one I call the Sheikh Buruburu of journalism is here. He's just walking in. Oh, the only time he asks is to say hello, listeners, because we have already handed over to callers before. So you you can welcome you. I welcome you. Then welcome yourself. Thank you very much, sir. I I'm really sorry coming in late, and um, I've heard um, the guru and prof. Um, your analysis have been very profound. Uh, very knowledgeable and um, I also want to join you to commiserate with um, our brothers and sisters um, in our war. Uh, especially my friend uh, Prince Tunji Ojomo who is also from there because um, what happened in that place even um, we, we keep wondering we keep wondering even a place as solemn as that you, you defied all odds to strike it's really unfortunate. My condolences. 
Thank you. Then you also spoke about Shea Gomi. Ah, I but we, I, I don't think... I, I just no, wanted to is, add something. We have given 15 because, minutes. Because Shea Gomi's authority is becoming unprecedented. So much so that nobody knows where that power is coming from. Charles, can you please hold it there? Maybe... If you will be ready to leave your home earlier enough so that you don't complain, <laughs> go because, uh -huh. so that next week, because we, the parliament is meeting for this time before going on recess next week because of events that are happening today now. Yes. Uh -huh. All that happened last night that shall only be announced. Between today and tomorrow. Uh -huh. And of course, we talk of Adamu who came with luggages and baggages and making a terrible error from the first moment of arriving. I think the FCC boys should go back and ask, you say, oh, God, before you talk this, or give us those 25 billion that is hanging on your neck. So next week, please, you try to come early. I do make it and announce to the people. If it is half a minute, we are giving it to them before, we are now giving them three seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we start to take calls, let me read a few tweets so the Twitter folks would know that I tried for them today. Chisom yes. says, let's not pretend, Adu, or sound political correct. This is Fulani Herdsman or Boko Haram style. Let us not keep covering up. The guys are in the bushes. These guys are in the bushes without any identification, using cows as cover-up. The prelate said it, and I believe him 100%, said this government is very wicked. I believe the prelate too, 100%. Adegboy Gadideji says, the question is, why did the massacre take place in Owo? What is the strategic intentions of the killers to unleash mayhem on the people of Owo, knowing fully well it's the hometown of the state governor? What, must it, what message are they trying to pass and to whom? Prof, can any act of terror take place without the collaboration of politicians, the police, or the army? Let us link the Owa massacre to killings in the Catholic Church in the East last year, where it was found to be a fight between two drug dealers. In as much as we are paying... No, they cannot be leaked. No, they cannot be leaked. They are not the same thing. I have full stories of what happened in Nozobulu. I know some of the boys that acted dead in Nozobulu. They are the boys that are not only controlling the drug bar, the drug Qatar in South Africa, but they now control Europe. I have their names. I know them. In fact, some of them, we do shake hands. <laughs> uh, that like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it couldn't have been... Uh, Fulani herdsmen, the killers are still in the state. They must have left some footprints. Let the police do their job. Yeah, and more. the police will never get this job done properly because they are really body movement. Lastly, from Twitter, this is from Ike. He says, good morning to the prof, the guru, and Adu. It's so annoying to hear about the numerous killings in the country. No one or any group has been arrested. Even with the ch changes of our military heads, still there's no improvement in our security issues. All right, phone numbers 0809-191-3913, 0809-234-5913, and of course 0151-50913 and 0151-51913. Keep it short and simple because of the time available. Good morning. Hello, good morning. How do you on the, the good, good morning, Prof. Good morning, sir. Yes, morning. sir. What's your name? Where you calling this from? This uh, is Mr. Salas. I'm calling from my brother. All right, quickly. And uh, I'm putting this question back to you, Guru, again. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I read a lot. And uh, one of those, I learned that anybody who is clamoring for the unity of this country called Nigeria, contraption called Nigeria, is a criminal. Are you still standing 
on one Nigeria having seen what is happening in this country. And the most times, the media will always come and cover it up. Okay. As if nothing happened. I wept here today, seeing that little girl okay. lying helplessly Thank you. dead in that church. Thank because you. this thing is becoming too much in this country. You said it's a question for me. Thank you. I will answer you straightforward. I stand for one Nigeria, but it must be a restructured Nigeria. And that's just, that's just that. Then, after this, please call me on the number that I will give at the end of this discussion. Call me so that I will have your full name, your phone number. I add you to my broadcast list so that you can gain access to a lot of things that I cannot say here. Thank you. Hello. Hello, Mr. Adu. Good morning. Good morning to you. Peter, quickly now. Yeah, thank you. And I greet everybody there. Now, I want to ask you questions here. Now, should INEC be running about with um, sensitive material or should the governor that has become partisan be removed? What does the Constitution say? Because it doesn't know where well. I don't hear it very well that we want to move the material and be running around when we have a place we put it and the man there decided to become partisan. I think it should be removed. So okay. that our material could be saved there. Okay, thank and number you. two, Buari tried three times, lost, and the first time he came in, when he came, he was asking for Ruga. Ruga did not work. He was then asking for the whole cattle route that they were, I mean, at the end of the day, he couldn't get it. Okay, and then Peter. today, look at what the Fulani head, headmen are doing all over the country. Sorry, my apology, Peter. Thank you, Peter. My apology, please. Go ahead, Adu. Hello. hello. Good morning. Yeah, hello. Hello. Mm. Yes. Quickly now. Your hello. name. Can you hear me? Your name. We are What's hearing you. All right. My name is Henry. I'm calling from VI. Okay. Um, Digu. Yes, sir. I want to say this. Nigeria is a big joke. Mm. I watched that video yesterday. Mm. I was moved to tears. Okay. How can we have a president? If this thing happened in the U.S., for example, the president is not supposed to give a televised statement. Mm. So if we want to learn from democracy, if we want to learn democracy, let's learn from outside. Let's take the, let's take all of them. We just took the bad. We want to favor them, and then they left the other ones. Mm. What kind of a country is this? Okay, thank you. Thank you. I do go ahead. Hello. Morning. Good morning, the Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, please, sir. Good morning, gentlemen in the studio. This is Akman speaking. Okay, go ahead. The guru. Yes, sir. Is a shame mm. to the president giving marching order yesterday, two weeks, three months, and nothing is being done. Mm. Yet, the killing are going on, and they are saying nothing. The guru. Yes, sir. I feel we are designed to fail, and you can see how we are failing woefully. Blood is like chicken in Nigeria. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay, let me read a couple of messages from our friends with the pen. Um, Bob Lar says, Adrian Guru, blessings. Hope you're seeing where one Nigeria is leading us to. Mm? Killings everywhere. No problem. Let's keep on. I wait till Mr. Kuno comes on air to tell him my true mind with his diehard uh, fan of his one Nigeria concept. Let's keep the deceit alive. Oh, it's not a deceit. Is it a deceit? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, Akita, but I just I just affirmed there and that I believe in one Nigeria. Yes. But what I say is that it must be restructured. We must structure Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Everyone must. Uh, uh, must uh, sorry, let me quickly add this. I quoted what Bolatinubu said about Buhari. This is not to say that I am condemning Bolatinubu. Uh, Please, you listener, because some people will narrow it to that point. He has a right, and of course, the little information at my disposal, everything he said that there was no lie. Was he supposed to say it at that time? I leave that for them, for them themselves. Probably what brought them together. He took Pawankolo to Wakai, Obolikai, Kubero Mahaina, or Rolin Rubo, or Kotawa. Go ahead. Akintayos. That's good morning. I was robbed inside a bus where my phone and money are taken to collect my phone SIM card, uh, the demanding 2,300 naira for my SIM. Mm. Uh, which Nigeria gets into? He mentions the name of the, uh, the, the service providers. Mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, Ade says, good morning, Guru Adu and Professor. In a country where citizens' life is paramount to government, I believe PMB should be the first person to land in Ondo this morning to show his condolence. Why has it taken PMB and his chief of staff seven years to end terrorist terrorism in Nigeria? All the promises made in 2015, over 35 citizens lost their life in Ondo yesterday. Professor Abugu, which way Nigeria... Is this how we will continue without a solution? Mm, don't ever expect president to be there. He had never made such journey within the past seven years. Is it today? Because additional told you the other day that what is left undone, he will complete it with the very. Uh, if that is not a uh, president priority, eh? Go ahead. And mm. speaking of his behavior, that he has a very good character, and his character is not to miss all visits. Go ahead. Chris says, Good morning, Guru. The Methodist priest was captured last week. 100 million was paid, and he told us that what message they gave him. Uh, was that they are all over the West, but the government didn't take the information seriously. Mm. Mm. Back to the phone lines. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Morning, please. Turn off, yeah, your, the, turn yeah, off. Bill, good morning. Turn off your radio totally, please. Turn off your radio, please. Call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Nice. I'm the Guru. Good morning to you, sir. What's your name? I'm my guest in the studio. My name, I, I do the Guru. All the guests in the house. Sorry, I I, I don't I do not remember remember the name. No, are you still you are uh, telling a protocol. It's, it's quite sad what happened in um, Ondo State. Very sad. Um, I accept the souls of those that were lost. This country is becoming more insecure by the day, and um, we are praying that the next government to do something about it because this government is totally not going to do anything about it. It's as clear as day now. But the one thing I wanted to raise with the guru is. Um, the question of Sheikh Gumi yes. and his submission yes. about about this um, so-called bandit, mm. the Fulani bandit, mm. I get the feeling that too often there is a conflation of what the bandits are and what Boko Haram is. Mm. One, what you call the bandits, is purely a, a criminality pushed by economic reasons. Mm. Why? Because since 1999, the Fulani's headmen have been abandoned in the bush, left without guidance, left without any control. And when you leave people in the bush for 20 years without guidance or control, they turn into animals over time. Oh. This oh. Is, that, is, that is 
that is at the center of the problem. The Boko Haram have have an extremist Islamic um, motive, mm. and they are largely Kanuri. There is a difference that needs we shouldn't. I know it is it is difficult, but we should not conflate. So when um, Che Gumi is talking about using the more social approach in dealing with the issue, mm. I don't believe that the answer is doing our cash to Fulani people. I don't believe that. Okay. But I believe that, that there should be a social agenda that is designed as, as removing the Fulanese from the bush okay, thank and you. relocating them into cities. Thank you, time. Thank you very much. Uh, the cash matter. Gumi calculated the, the amount. <laughs> he said it is in trillions. And he calculated that uh, he knows what had gone to the Niger data. So he said that it should be done. And of course, this man said that uh, because for the past 20 years, the Miyete Allah, the Fulani, have been left in the bush. That if a man is in the bush for 20 years, uh, anachronism we want to talk about now. Uh, but let me put it to you. Why are they called nomadic? Sorry, please note this. There are four types of Fulani. The pastoral Fulani, the trader Fulani, the Mieta the Mieta la Fulani, and the Islamic scholarly Fulani. I have no time now, but I have fertilized enough with them that I know all these facts and what they are. The chairman of Mieta Allah, as of the time that arrangement was made between us to meet, where we met, he doesn't speak English. It is not because Fufu they had taken everything away from him. But that's a Fulani. Sorry. But yeah. finally, I'd read this message from Uzo from Peace Estate in Barua. says, this country is, seems as one sad event to the other we experienced since the administration came in. Breaking news again. Guarimpa in Abuja. Uh, bandits invaded an estate there. Took mm. away be, uh, people. And um, the government is dining and eating freely. Mm. What a shame. The, this must be a peace estate. Huh? Who? The man who, just, who read that, peace estate. Yes, peace estate in Barua. <laughs> there is no peace in Nowo. <laughs> there is no <laughs> peace. <laughs> there is no peace even in Lagos. Yeah. Uh, the, do you know that uh, another, this one is a Muslim again. I'll be born, I mean, kid uh, for blasphemy in Abuja. Mm. Huh? You you heard the story, I do? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, where, where is peace? There's no peace in Nigeria. Okay. Uh, Sars. Yeah, yeah. I go salute you last night. Yeah, welcome. Now, we have a D before we go on recess next Monday. And please, every fact, because I am not done with the gummy matter yet, but the remaining things are what I will be, my, my columns that they will come. So we have a D next week. No problem, sir. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. So, But if we take you to leave your house by 3 a.m., you can say for me, I have a bicycle I inherited from Germany. No, that vehicle that yeah. you normally wait for then, the vehicle left me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Prof, thank you very, very much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, the people, the Nigerian People's Parliament continues. And uh, Monday, before we proceed the recess, uh, 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 what is happening today? Adu, uh, you can leave now to Abuja. Because of what you know, because they started paying already. Yes, sir. <laughs> you can leave Africa, but bring my own. <laughs> so, friends of the guru, let me talk to you as ah, exactly 11 o'clock. 
I want to task friends of the guru. If I cannot confide on you, then you are not my friends. If I cannot tell you the truth, then don't consider me to be your friends. I should be able to tell you this. Friends of the guru, let us task ourselves to at least have, at least we are 4,000 plus. Let us have at least 2,500 naira going with our obligations of uh, minimum monthly donation of 1,000 naira. 1,000 naira minimum from every month. Uh, friends of the guru, talk to yourselves. You know yourselves. You can meet, you can talk. So that at least we will have 2,500 friends of the guru doing the needful before the end of June because the load is heavy. I think Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, 37, that the harvest is much, but the laborers are few. He says, so speak to the Lord of the harvest to sell workers to the feed. So, friends of the Guru, I salute all of you. And uh, I do. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very, very much. Ah, Prince. You, Prince, we. Eh? <laughs> you don't tell where you go home because home, they hot. <laughs> so, be careful wherever you want to go there. And don't pass through a wall. Don't pass through a wall. <laughs> So, uh, the number I said, I told that man to call, is 0906-887-0014. I repeat it for your assimilation. 0906-887-0014. Of course, follow, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Godwin underscore Buebu. Buebu is B-U-E-B-U. And of course, visit, uh, visit, Visit my YouTube channel, which is Godwin the Guru. Godwin the Guru. Uh, something is being uploaded in the next, I think, 45 minutes. If you go there and listen to it, it's, it's a little extensive for uh, 10 minutes. Then, But you will now have the details of why Bola Tinubu had to say what he said. Like as I said, he did not tell us. But was that the right time for him to say it? I'm not a judge over that. Him and his friend, his brother, they know better. Uh -huh. Then you will, you will have some facts if you go there. What again? I, met I do. Thank you very, very much again. Uh, Prof, once again, thank you. Charles, I'm very, very grateful. And my listeners, thank you. Until Monday, where we shall meet, please keep yourself out of trouble. Bye-bye. <laughs>